Hey guys, welcome back to Girls Talk. I'm Abigail. And I'm Caitlin. And today we have a very special guest. We have Kat on here and we're so excited to have her on here. But first, before we get into talking You all didn't even let her say her, hi. Oh, well. Hello. Okay, say hi. There you go. Hi, it's me. I have not hosted a guest oh podcast goodness. since the very first guest we had, so it's been a while. Oh my god, I just realized that. I apologize. I'm a little rusty. <laughs> but before we get into the good stuff of this episode, we wanted to talk a little bit about our giveaway slash... It's not really... It's like a multiple person giveaway. Like, everyone wins. Well, not everyone, remember? Basically, if you want... Yeah. <laughs> what? You, you corrected me last time. You're like, not everyone. Like, 25 to 50 people. <laughs> okay. 25 to 50 people. Yeah. So, we are creating stickers for Girls Talk, and we're ordering them tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, we're going to send them to you guys if you go onto iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a five-star rating. And if you're on iTunes, make sure to leave a review, too, because we like reading those. And if you DM us a picture of that or screenshot, we will send you a sticker. Yes. And don't forget that we do have a Twitter account for this podcast. It's Girls Talk Podcast without the A and podcast, if you want to find us. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, Wait, I don't because I, I run it. Which yes. would it did the sticker I voted for win? Because this is very important. <laughs> I can't tell you because it wasn't my poll. So. <laughs> so the sticker that is currently winning is the bottom sticker, the one without Tom. Okay, that's the one I voted for. Okay. On it. Okay. Sorry, I just yeah, had to I'm ask. I'm thinking we're probably going to do that one. Since you're here. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. We're probably going to end up doing that one, and then I was thinking we could do some, like, individual Tom stickers, too. But, Aww, oh, yeah. You know. R.I.P. But we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) Um, All right. So that's it for our housekeeping. We had so much to talk about, but I think it's time for life updates. Well, not yet. We haven't, like, you just, like, said Kat's name. You didn't even, like, introduce her. (laughs) Let her introduce herself. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. okay. (laughs) I was just listening to you guys do your thing, so. It's okay. Anyway. Okay, so before we get into life updates, <laughs> Kat, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, where you where you live, all that stuff. Where I live? Do you want my social security number too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Um, so my name is Kat, or my full name is Katrina, but everybody calls me Kat. I am 21. I'm a senior in college and I'm studying biomedical engineering. And I blog over at yourstrulykatrina.com, where I talk about college, lifestyle, being a woman in STEM, and also my experiences in internships and the career world. I also have a YouTube channel, which I've been pretty active on recently. I'm actually vlogging this week, which is very exciting, but we'll get to that later. And yeah, that's about it. Me in a nutshell. Can I just say that you have, like, the best, like, like voice when you're, like, talking about yourself because you're so confident, like... Oh, Thanks. <laughs> It's such a good voice. Thank you. I feel like I sound very different when I'm giving my pitch versus when I'm just talking. But maybe that's just me. No, I I think you do, but not in a bad way. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm very like sense. I feel like I talk very fast and I'm very like I don't know, high strung when I'm talking about myself in the pitch related way. And then when people are just asking me about my day, I'm very casual and I don't talk as fast. Yeah. Now it is time for life updates. So Caitlin, why don't you bless us with what you've been up to this past week? Oh yeah, we got a lot to talk about this week. So um, the first one is a little update on my capstone. So like Abigail is aware of this because I texted her like crying the other night. So <laughs> I'm currently thinking about dropping my capstone. I'm not sure. I have to figure it out within like by the end of next week. Um, but basically I've just been having a lot more issues and don't have as much time as I thought I would have to do it. And like, it's just struggling. And like my mentor, like doesn't know anything about WordPress, which I was not aware of. So she's no help at all. Um, so she put me in contact with someone else and he stopped responding to my emails. So like, love that. So we're just going to see what happens. I'm going to go talk to the honors department tomorrow and find out if I could just switch to a different class and just not complete honors or like what? I don't know. We haven't decided yet, but that's, that's the current situation with that. Um, also, (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to, okay. Um, so last episode we, or I talked about Hank, my roommate's dog and how I'm like starting to like him again. Oh, we don't like him anymore because he took a big shit on my carpet no oh yeah oh yeah um but i cleaned it and i got the stain out uh fun fact if you use like warm water and dish soap it gets out stains out of your carpet fun fact i didn't know that but it's a really good cheap way that just stuff that you have um so i'm still doing the sculpt you program uh so i did a leg day on monday night tuesday could barely walk Wednesday could still barely walk but I woke up on Wednesday and found out that I had to do legs again so I was very upset I wanted to cry so I did legs again when I already had really sore legs but then I woke up today and my legs don't hurt so I'm very confused but because you worked out all the lactic acid I guess so it was like a really good workout too which I was very surprised considering how sore I was but maybe that's what made it better I have no idea was it better than my leg days Oh, it was, like, the same because there were way too many lunges and a lot of stuff I didn't want to do. I was there with Kyle, and Kyle was doing something else, and after, like, every single exercise, I would go up to him, and I'd be like, I don't want to finish this. <laughs> um, and then, so, here's a really fun one. So, uh, I got permission from Kyle to slide into the Hot Basketball Guys DMs on Instagram. <laughs> oh, God. So, like... What happened was, so this basketball player posted, like, one of those question things on his story, and he was asking for, like, a show to watch, and so I've literally never watched the show before, but I thought it would be funny, and I heard that the show was funny, so I told him to watch Sex Education (laughs) on Netflix, and that is a good show. I haven't started it, but I heard it was good, so that's why I recommended it. I love it. Um, but then he, like, answered... Like, I think he got, like, five or six answers, and so he posted all the answers on his story, and he, like, responded to them, and I think, to mine, he was just, like, I heard this is good, but I don't know if I would like it, though, and all the other ones, they were, like, you, and, like, House of Cards, and The 100, like, they were really, like, thriller, like, suspense things, and so Kyle said that I was allowed to respond to him, so I responded, and I was, like, what did I say? My sister wrote it for me, because I was so nervous. I didn't know how to do it. Um, <laughs> I think I said, like, 
it's really, I was like, the show's like really funny though, and like I just didn't know what kind of shows like you would like or something like that. And I'm really upset because he never read it. I'm very upset. Like I don't like him anymore. <laughs> I guess okay. Also, you guys should be very feel very special because there's a game home game tonight, and I'm not going, so I can be here to record. Just letting you know. Oh, oh wow! Thank you. I'm also skipping yoga, so. Wow, I feel twice as honored. <laughs> no, and I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being 100 percent serious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Oh, I also went and asked my hot professor for help in class because I actually needed help. Did and you find out what he smells like? I did not find out what he smells like. I didn't get that close. Um. But <laughs> I was thinking about it while I was talking to him, though. <laughs> but I was talking to him and the whole time I was like concentrating so hard on his face just to like so I would like look at his face and then I was like I probably look so creepy and I was like how do you talk to someone without them knowing that you like them and I was like this is so awkward I can't do this <laughs> it's one of the most awkward experiences of my entire life cool. so there's that and then the last thing so I have a question for Abigail so yeah there's this thing that you like kind of like promise that you would do and you never did it so like where is that like uh 25 days in one day like vlogmas video oh yeah I thought about that <laughs> <laughs> I um <laughs> only vlogged for like three days oh god so unless I can put up all my Christmas decorations again and like reenact Christmas for 25 days but I don't think that'd be that interesting oh uh, okay got it yeah sorry about that disappointed <laughs> we were all waiting i know <laughs> y'all were all just refreshing your subscription boxes waiting to bless your timelines sorry yeah well that ends my life update so abigail you can start now okay so the first life update i'm going to start with is very 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 sad and i may start crying uh, we actually postponed recording this podcast because I didn't want to just be like a bawling mess when we recorded it. But um, last episode, you heard me talking about how like Tom didn't come home and I was kind of worried about where he was and we thought he was with like another family or something. But it turns out that um, he actually got hit by a car on Friday night and it was just like a mess of a weekend. So Sunday we found him because one of the neighbors told us where he was so we went and got him and we buried him in the backyard and it's just like really sad because I don't have this little like bundle of joy bouncing around my house anymore but um yeah I'm just trying to like move on from that but that has been a big downer in my week and probably for a long time but um on a lighter note I don't think we ever mentioned this um, so you remember how I <laughs> DM'd my <laughs> boyfriend from the fifth grade? <laughs> we never put this in the podcast, Caitlin. I know. That he responded. Yeah. And his response was very lame. And he was like, yeah, I just remember we just, like, emailed a few times a day, like, back and forth for a few months. Like, wow, dude, really thank you. Like, obviously, we already knew that. We wanted your in- input. <laughs> like, what did you think about it? <laughs> yeah whatever such a boy response anyways <laughs> in case y'all were wondering michael did respond and that that's what he told us um nothing we didn't already know <laughs> <laughs> um and then my final update is that 
We've still been killing it in the gym. Uh, we took a few days off because of the whole Tom thing, but we started back yesterday. We went this morning and so we've been doing leg, our leg days haven't been super intense. We've been doing like four-ish exercises and <laughs> I told my friend Jenna who I go with and I'm like, okay, so next week we're actually going to be doing like my full-on leg days and she, I don't think, understands what's coming for her. <laughs> she doesn't. No one does. No one wants that, Abigail. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're, they're really good, though. That's why I have nice legs. I'm just, just saying. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right. Kat, it's finally your turn to talk now. Okay. So I don't really have that many life updates, but I started my last first semester of school this – I started – Hold on. I'm confused. <laughs> I, okay. Okay. I'm ready. I, <laughs> I have to all Let's that hear it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kind of freaking out because this is one of my favorite podcasts. Let me be, Aww. okay? But anyway, I had my last first day of school on Tuesday, which was very exciting. And I was at first very excited to be close to graduation. And then I went to all of my classes and realized how much work 18 credits is going to be. And now I'm scared. So same (laughs) me right now, but I'm not even taking 18. (laughs) I mean, it's because I have my capstone class, which is a big project that I've been working on since last semester. And then I have all of these major classes that are going to be a lot of homework. And I haven't had to really do homework since before I came back from abroad or since before I went abroad. So that's going to be fun. But anyway, I'm still excited to graduate. We're still closer. I have a countdown. It's very exciting. Oh, I should make a countdown. <laughs> I should too. May 11th. I don't Me too. May 11th, 3 p.m. <laughs> Me too. I don't oh, God. Until May 21st. All right. Oh. I'm not walking, though, so it really doesn't matter. Really? Why not? <laughs> yeah. I, I, they do like half the graduating class on on Saturday, so it's like three thousand people. I'm like, I'm not sitting there through that. Oh no, you couldn't pay me. We're doing like my entire school or like all of undergrad in oh God. one day, so I have to be up. They do this stupid thing where we like promenade down the streets of Newark. I go to school in Newark, New Jersey, by the way. So we all get dressed up in our caps and gowns and we promenade down the street from our school to like the um to the arena where we're supposed to graduate at seven in the morning which is that's a no yeah but you have to do it in order to walk so I yeah it's not ideal but at least I'll be getting that diploma holder at the end of that day <laughs> like you don't even get your real diploma. <laughs> you get it mailed to you two weeks later. <laughs> they don't even mail ours out till August. Oh my god! Wow. I know. I'm literally paying for the pack, uh, cap and gown just for pictures. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm, I don't even know if I'm walking or anything. I have no idea. It's just so three hours of my parents just sitting there. Like that's stupid. No. I'd rather go get drunk somewhere. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. <laughs> but okay, so my second life update is if you guys, if anybody out there listening knows me at all, you know that I don't really like going to the gym, but I've been going pretty consistently. 
for the past like two weeks or so and I've really been enjoying it. I'm using Abigail's program actually and it's helped me a lot because oh thank you well because I used to have to rely on my boyfriend to tell me what to do when we went to the gym like I would just go in and do what he did so if he was doing shoulders one day I would do shoulders with him or if he was doing legs I would also do legs so if I ever had to go into the gym alone I didn't feel like I could because I didn't know what exercises to do but now I have a program so I know what I'm doing when I go into the gym and I don't need anybody I could do it on my own so that's been really empowering yay we were actually going to talk about that later too oh okay <laughs> just jump the gun also, it's you okay can, uh, you can download your free copy of of the workout program on my website highly recommend <laughs> it's, for, it's free <laughs> highly recommend live testimonial from someone that's actually using it <laughs> but yeah i woke up at like 6 45 to go to the gym today so that's dedication oh, my oh and my last update is I finally kind of figured out what I'm doing for spring break. I'm going to San Francisco with my mom, <gasps> which is very exciting. What? Yeah, um, because I didn't know what I was going to do. And a bunch of people were saying like, oh, we're going to go to Puerto Rico or you could come visit my family. And I just wanted to kind of do my own thing. So I was talking to my mom about it. And she said, what's one place you really want to go? And I said, San Francisco. So now we're going. You're going to have mean, we so haven't, much like, fun. We haven't like booked anything yet, but I think it's going to happen, which is I'm so happy about because I haven't been since I was in second grade and my leg was broken. So. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> That's another story for another day. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of my life updates. All right. Um, so I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know all that much about you. So, Kate, I know Caitlin. I'm being completely honest. I know Caitlin knows you really well because y'all studied abroad together, but I have not, like, fully done my complete research on you. So, that's okay. <laughs> done my research kind of on you. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't mind. But, that's so, funny. so if I'm not, like, engaging as much as you think I should be, that's probably why, because I'm, like, taking in all of your information oh all right <laughs> so i think the thing that the three of us have in common or like one of the things is that we are all stem majors yeah which is super cool but also pretty challenging especially like in the aspect of usually being one of the only girls in your classes mm-hmm. or like stuff like that so caitlin wrote down on our outline girls in stem i don't really know what she wanted to go like what direction she wanted to go with for that but Caitlin please help me out here (laughs) I was gonna say that well first of all like I think the reason that Kat and I really started talking was because I don't know if I reached out to you or if you reached out to me but I wrote a guest post for your series about girls in STEM yeah I emailed you about that because I was starting out the posts with some of my friends here at college and I wanted to include some bloggers on it so I emailed you. Yeah. So that's how we met. Fun. Uh, <laughs> I remember <laughs> writing that in my like school library. I was like, this is going to be so good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Caitlin's post was about being the only girl in your STEM classes, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. And it was really insightful. I enjoyed it. And it was the first guest post I think I ever did on my blog. So that was fun. My blog was very in its very early stages 
back then. I was still on Blogger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how Caitlin and I met. And I still run the series. It's just a little bit different. I don't do as many interviews and stuff. I just think... Um, I think representation for girls in STEM in the blogging community is really important because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like there's a certain stereotype surrounding girls that are engineering or computer science or math majors or anything like that, that we don't really talk to people, that we're not interested in girly things, that um, we focus on STEM and that's it. And I wanted to kind of break that down because it's not true. Like, all of the girls that I'm friends with that are engineering majors, like, we love dressing up and going out, and we love watching, like, savvy romantic movies, and we're normal girls, just like everybody else, and I wanted to kind of bring that to the blogger space, because so many bloggers are, like, social media, like, focus on social media or marketing or business and things like that. That's why I run my series. Yeah, I really like that series, because there's a... There's a lot of, like, they're really good interviews and posts and stuff that, like, even it'll make me, like, think differently about stuff. But, like, back to, like, the thing where you said that, like, there's, like, the stereotype that all girls in STEM that are, like, I feel like uh, when someone thinks of, like, a girl in STEM, they think of them to be more, like, tomboyish, you know? Yeah. So, like, every time that I would, like, go to one of my CS classes and if I was, like, dressed up or if I was wearing, like, glam makeup, I would always feel so judged. And I don't know if I was actually judged or if I just felt judged. But, like, either way, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> no, no, I feel that, too, because I feel like if you show up and you're too girly, people are like, oh, well, You can't whatever. do it. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't look at, I don't know what it is, but it's like they don't look at, they look at you kind of, like, as lesser. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, somehow dressing up or putting makeup on makes you less smart or l- less competent, which is yeah. a stupid thing to think, but I know people think it. And I've had, like, I went for an interview and I came back dressed in, like, a pencil skirt and a suit or something. Mm-hmm. And my professor was like, what are you all dressed up for? And I was like, I went to an interview. Like, I'm literally wearing a button down. Why are you judging me? <laughs> Just because I'm wearing heels doesn't mean I'm, like, going out on a hot date or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's... I think advocating for women in STEM is really important and that's why I like writing about it on my blog and that's why I like meeting girls like you, like both of you, because it kind of brings validity to my point that we need more people like us talking about it. I don't know, I'm I'm a really big fan of like all of these initiatives that have been coming out recently. Um, I don't know if you guys liked American Girl Dolls when you were kids. Yeah, I yeah. saw this. Yeah, yeah, but they recently released an American Girl doll that wants to be an astronaut and work what? for NASA. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Because when yeah. I was a kid, I loved space. And Oh, yeah, me too. Everyone thought I was weird. But I don't know. I was really interested in stars. <laughs> hmm. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I might buy the book just for the heck of it. Because I used to love American Girl dolls, and I was a really big fan of the history portion of it, but man, if I had seen a girl interested in science as an American Girl doll, I think I would have gotten into engineering way earlier. 
Was it one of the, like, the... Because I know that American Girl sometimes does, like, the real girl. Because, like, there's been previous American Girl dolls that are, like, real girls that they modeled the story after. Was it one of those or was it, like, a totally fictional character? Do you know? No, it's just, like, an outfit, I think, that they've... Like, you know how, like, you can buy them to, like, different outfits, like, for different scenarios and stuff? Yeah. I think it's something like that. It's either that or they release a girl of the year every year. And it's yeah, like a fictional character. Um, so they had one girl one time who used to do mission work in like Belize. And then this other girl who was a tap dancer in New York City. That This is back when I used to buy American Girl dolls. I, I don't anymore. <laughs> it's, um, so I just, <laughs> I just, I just looked her. it up. Me too. It's Luciana Vega. She has purple hair. <laughs> yeah, it's brown and purple. She's Hispanic, I assume. With her last name. And she has a flight suit and a space suit. And she has a galaxy dress. (laughs) Oh my god. And there's a Mars habitat, like, building she could live in for $350. This reminds me of, like, Xenon. Yes, (gasps) it does. Oh, I love those movies. There's a telescope (laughs) projector set? What the heck? Hello? I see that too. That's crazy. Well, good for them. That's awesome. That is really cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Man, girls of STEM are taking over the world. <laughs> Good. Really I'm okay with that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I thought it would be kind of interesting to share, like, one story. If you had something that kind of stuck out to you, like, I remember... Or, like, so, like, what I'm trying to say is that... Um, so, like, if you had, like, an in- interaction or an instance with, like, uh, an older male professor or, like, oh, yeah. older guys, yeah. like, at an internship or something like that, and, like, they're looking down on you. Yes. And it's, like, like you know, they're, like, judging you or they're, like, oh, you can't do this. Yeah. Definitely so. have those experiences. Me too. <laughs> Who wants to start? <laughs> I mean, I can't since I brought it up. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so, I remember... This was my freshman year, I think first semester freshman year, and we had to go do like a service project for my English class, and so we went to go volunteer at this um, food bank, and so we showed up, and then there was this group of volunteers from like a local tech company, and they were like older older guys, probably like 40s, and uh like, we were talking, and they were like, oh, what's your major? I was like, computer science or computer information systems. I just say computer science because it's easier. Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like, those jobs are really hard. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and they're like, well, yeah, you better get some internships, but they're really hard. I'm like, I know. Thank you. Like, it was just so frustrating. And that moment just has stuck in my mind the entire time I've been in college of, like, these stupid men yeah talking down to me like they would never say that to a guy who said yeah. that they were majoring in that they'd be and like oh like, good for you you know like yeah. getting your foot in the door in the tech industry that's really important yeah and it's just like the tone of voice they talk to you with it's just it's so demeaning and like it makes you feel like absolute garbage yeah I have um kind of a similar story I'm also a journalism major our journalism minor at school and I wanted to enhance one of my photojournal or this photojournalism class I'm taking this semester 
So I had to go to this professor and talk to him about it. And he's not someone that studies STEM at all. He does photography for a living. And he's one of those guys, like one of those older guys that you can tell thinks very highly of himself, but humble brag sort of. So he thinks very highly of himself, but doesn't like to talk about how highly he thinks of himself. Um, and I was talking to him about my capstone project and how it involves traumatic brain injury and all of this stuff. And he says, you know, I think it's really good that girls are starting to come here to NJIT, to this tech school. And I think it's really interesting that NJIT has also started to introduce some softer sciences, you know, like biology and psychology and stuff, because that's what girls are drawn to. You know, girls aren't drawn to the harder sciences like engineering or physics or anything like that. Girls, if you want to increase girl admission, you have to introduce some of those softer sciences. And I've seen NJIT do that. And I said, I wanted to scream. I was so upset. And there's nothing wrong with being like a biology or a psychology major, anything like that, because those are really hard majors and also STEM. But I didn't, I was kind of taken aback that he still thought girls couldn't do engineering. So then he said, what's your major again? I said, biomedical engineering. And he just shut up. He didn't talk anymore. I was like, (laughs) okay, I'll see you later. I'll see you in class. Oh my God. And I felt so good about it. But I just, I still can't believe that people think that girls can't do engineering. It blows my mind every time. I will say the one thing that sucks about being a girl in STEM classes is that if you skip class, they know that you've skipped because (laughs) you're like one of the only few girls. So like they know who you are. (laughs) Yeah, thankfully as a, biomedical engineer I don't have that problem as much because I feel like it's pretty evenly split back to the whole like biology thing I think girls are girls might be really drawn to medicine for some reason I don't know but I it's a pretty even balance so my professors in my classes treat me equally it's just the people on the outside that don't yeah no I agree with that my story is actually one that I included in that post that I wrote for you and I didn't want to write it like say it wrong so I looked it up and I'm, I'm looking at it right now um <laughs> so my I think it was my sophomore year I that was when I decided to like uh declare my CS minor um because there's not really because like in at NKU there's actually a lot of like female math majors so I don't really have any issues like with that um but it's usually in the CS classes where I was like one of the only females and uh in my first Java class one of the professors asked me in front of the entire class, like, while everyone was listening, he straight up asked me, is this the hardest class you've ever taken? And I was just like, what? Like, is he implying that, like, I'm struggling in this class? Like, I was so confused because I was always, like, one of the first people to, like, turn stuff in, and, like, I always got, like, A's. Like, I remember that class was, like, pretty easy. And as soon as I, like, like, composed myself, I was like, no, I'm a math major, and I said, like, one of the math classes I was in at the time, I think it was Calc 2. I'm not sure, but I think it was Calc 2. And he just looked so surprised, and he never said anything again. But, like, at the same time, like, this man was, like, really old, and, like, he always forgot my name. I was the only girl in the class, and he forgot my name <laughs> every class period. But then, like, he also wrote me, like, the letter of recommendation for me to get the scholarship to go to Grace Hopper. So, like, 
I don't know. I was, like, offended, but at the same time, I'm, like, thank you for, like, being there. I don't, I have no idea. So that Hmm. happened. That's dumb. I remember reading that story, and I was like, I can't believe someone actually said that to you. Yeah, I just can't, I can't believe he forgot my name every class period when I was the only girl. (laughs) Like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Maybe he was forgetting it, like, deliberately. I don't know, maybe... I can be cynical sometimes, and I, a conspiracy theory, I guess, would be that he deliberately forgot your name to make you feel small, but I see oh. the worst in people sometimes. <laughs> oh, that sounds so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but it like, could happen. Also in STEM, I feel like because it's, like, still, like, not as common as a female to be in STEM as it is for being males and like some of them and like some of the classes where you're outnumbered by males like I feel like they all like try to flirt with you is that just me no I think that it well I don't know because I know that in all of my STEM classes or like my computer science classes nobody talks to each other really like, we all just started talking to each other like junior year like freshman and sophomore year no one spoke to each other oh yeah it's not really the case for me because my boyfriend is in my major, so everybody oh. kind of knows. We have a really small department, so yeah. I'm, like, accounted for, quote-unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my one, my really good friend, Megan, she is a computer science major. She's tall, blonde, really, really pretty, and she gets hit on all the time. And I don't know how she deals with it because she's got so many other things going on, like, She's president of, like, two different clubs. She runs the dance team with me. And she has a really high GPA and good job opportunities. And she gets DMs from randos all the time. I just, like, in my classes, like, I feel like all the guys, like, try to talk to me. But, like, like in my district, in my, I'm in a class now, discrete mathematics. That's the one with my hot professor. And, like, it's most, there's, like, maybe six girls in this class. And then there's, like, 34 people in this class. And there's this, the teacher always says to, like, talk about this in groups. And I sit next to two people, like, I'm sitting in between two people, but there's this guy in front of me that is also sitting next to someone that instead of talking to the person that he's sitting next to, he will turn around and talk to me. And I'm not even sitting directly behind him. I'm, like, diagonal behind him, so I'm just very confused. I don't know. (laughs) And then also the guy behind me tried to talk to me, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they're seeing a creature out in the wild. Yeah, they're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, what is a female? <laughs> and How do I talk to her? <laughs> and he'll, like, the one that sits in front of me will always be like, like, how did you do this? And I'll say it, and he'll be like, okay, that's what I did, too. And I'm like, well, if you already know how to, how to do it, then why did you ask me? Well, that's like, a pretty common technique to try and get to talk to you, so... We can, I think we can safely say that guy was trying to flirt. Yeah, but, like, okay, also I realized that since, um, because Kyle, my sister took really cute pictures of Kyle and I in December, and there's, like, one of us, like, almost kissing, and that's, like, my phone screensaver now, and so I realized, like, on my first day back to classes that everyone's gonna know I have a boyfriend because I'm on my phone all the time, and so, (laughs) I was just, like, problem? No, but, like, I was just, like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I just hadn't thought of that. <laughs> that was like totally a super subtle way to be like, hey, you know. 
Just like I'm leave taken. my phone on the table. <laughs> yeah, with this with the screen on, you press the yeah. button every once in a while to show the photo. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so funny. Okay. So as I said before we started recording, um, I think you're like the career like queen, like in the blogosphere and just like in among my friend group. <laughs> oh. Thank you. That's so um, flattering. Yeah. So I have a few questions for you in regards to that, just because I think it'd be, like, good for me, but also, like, good for, like, the listeners. Okay. Um, what is the best career advice that was ever given to you? So... And you can, like, think for a second if you need it. So, I think the best career advice that I ever got was to just ask questions. I think, especially when you're going into internships or a full-time job, for your first time, a lot of people are really hesitant to ask questions because they think that it'll look bad if they don't know what they're doing. But I think it speaks to your interest in learning and also to your intelligence level. If you can ask really constructive, well thought out questions after a meeting, I've gotten really great feedback from the managers I've had in the past about asking really good questions and I think it's one of the best things you can do because like you get something out of it. The person you're talking to gets something out of it because they feel like they're helping someone and it helps further your career and your relationship with that person in general. So ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. That's the best advice. That's sure. like the, that's the hardest thing for me because like I have like low key social anxiety. <laughs> Asking questions <laughs> is the hardest thing ever. Like I remember at my old, old job where I just, like, worked in an office doing, like, menial tasks and stuff, I remember one time, like, my mom wanted me to ask someone to, like, give me a ride home. This has nothing to do with, like, career, but, like, I'm just shutting the scene. She wanted me to, like, ask someone to, like, give me a ride home because it was going to storm because she didn't want to come pick me up. And it took me two hours to go ask this person that lived next to me to give me a ride home. Like, that's just, like, put this in perspective. And so, like, my last summer at my internship, if I, like, because, like, I don't know why, but I always, like, I just felt like I didn't belong there. Like, I was like, why did they choose me? And so anytime that I was like, I don't know how to do this, I would, like, sit there for, like, at least an hour trying to do it, and then I would ask for help. And there'd be some times where they'd be like, Caitlin, if you just can't do it right away, just ask someone for help. We don't want you to waste time. But, like, I, I just struggled so hard with asking questions. So, like, that's, like, really good advice, and it's very hard to follow, but I try. <laughs> no, I mean, I've totally been there, too. And I actually wanted to write a blog post about this because what you said about not feeling like you belong there is you've heard, have you heard of imposter syndrome? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of college kids struggle with and nobody really talks about it because you're supposed to have all of your life together. Like everybody expects you to have your life together because you have all of these opportunities and stuff that older generations didn't necessarily have. But when you yourself go into the workplace, you feel like you don't know what you're doing and that makes you feel like you don't belong there when that's not necessarily true because you earned your spot there. Um, and I think that definitely, like what you said, is the hardest thing to overcome when asking questions because you don't want to sound like an idiot. You know, you don't want these people to think, why did I hire this person if they don't know this basic thing? But nine times out of 10, they will appreciate you asking so um, I kind of trained myself to get over that early on because my first or the in my first engineering internship, 
my manager was very upfront with me about it. Like he was like, don't be awkward. Ask me anything. You have all these people here. Ask them whatever you want. And if I was taking a long time to get something out, he'd be like, okay, just spit it out, Katrina. Just say it. Oh my goodness. And that helped me a lot. And it might sound really harsh, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it felt really harsh. In the beginning, I thought like, oh my God, this guy hates me because I can't form complete sentences. But it ended up being a benefit to me later on because further down my internship, I was able to ask really good questions and answer questions really well from him being that tough with me. So Yeah. yeah, it's just getting over like, that imposter syndrome of feeling like you don't belong there. I also think I'm it's lucky. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm lucky because I had someone to do that for me. I feel like it's a lot harder when you have to do it on your own. Yeah. I was going to say that um, in regards to like imposter syndrome, I also feel like it really comes into play because like in school, like you're taught like a lot of stuff, but like in the American school system, you're not really taught like, how to use it as much like it's not you're not really given practical stuff like in my class one in one of my classes yesterday um it was theory of numbers fun class um <laughs> but we were like learning some algorithm or something it was i think it was like the euclidean algorithm and the division algorithm and then the professor was like do you have any questions and people were like asking questions um but the first question that got asked was like so like what would you ever need to use this for and the professor was like I don't know and then so someone else asked a question and they were like well like how do we use this in the real world and she was like I have no idea and we were like what like that's not helpful at all (laughs) like why are we learning this yeah I I've definitely encountered that too I think it's funny because you don't really realize it until you're in it that college really only prepares you to do more college yes it just like Like, teaches you how to learn (laughs) yeah and all the stuff that you learn or at least that I learned in my classes are all theory based and my professors are like you'll use this when you go to grad school you'll use this if you go for your PhD but I don't learn anything that I'm going to be using in my job yeah it sucks yeah. It's annoying. Um, I'm trying to push for that in my department, but it's a slow process. Yeah. I think that's why, well, I mean, especially, like, in the STEM field, like, the what you do during the summer says a lot more than your degree, I feel yeah. like. Like, if you have, or your GPA, like, if you have a 4.0 and you've done zero internships, like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like if you have like a three three oh two a three five and you've been working and you've done internships, like you're much more likely to be hired, you know? Yeah, for sure. Be- I think um, it goes I was oh, just no. gonna say that because like I went at my internship last summer, like I feel like in one week at my internship I learned more than I ever did in all of my CS classes. Like yeah. Yeah. You, you just learn so much better on like like hands on stuff and I don't understand why like just like going back to like the european school system like in university they push kids i think in the software engineering program i was in while i was over there like it's required to have like a um internship every year and like i feel like that should be like an american thing because like otherwise it's like really hard to get a job and you don't learn as much 
much. Yeah, and I don't, I genuinely don't understand the disconnect between, like, the actual work world and classes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if I'm paying you all this money, like, I should be better prepared to get a job than I was out of high school. Well, I yeah. also feel like our specific majors are relatively new because we're all doing something with new technology or scientific breakthroughs and nobody really knows how to navigate that space yet. Like the leaders in those industries are kind of making it up as they go along. So, and in addition to that, academia by nature takes a long time to adapt to things. So it just kind of sucks that we're on the, on the short end of that, that we have to adapt on our own. I do a lot of thinking about this because it, it really bothers me. Um, when I did my first internship, I was so shocked by the amount of knowledge that I gained and also mm-hmm. the amount of, or the lack of knowledge that my friends had on my internship. Like I had to learn how to say what I did in two sentences because nobody knew what I was talking about. And I thought that was really sad because I thought they deserved to know. It's not like I'm more deserving of, this knowledge just because I got this internship. Like everybody should know what manufacturing processes are and how a certain device is made. Everybody should learn that, but you don't in school. You learn theory. I think it's really funny because every time I talk to you, Kat, like I feel like every conversation we have, you just randomly tell me something about, I don't even know. Like, I remember, like, there's the ketchup bottle thing, like, how a ketchup bottle works. She told me, like, the whole oh. scientific reason, <laughs> like, how a ketchup bottle works. And then there was one about, you, like, showed me your model knee. And I just think it's so interesting. And, like, <laughs> you're just talking about that right now where you're, like, everyone deserves to know. <laughs> just that. No, I'm just a nerd. I really like trivia. I watch Jeopardy on Netflix, you guys. What? Like... <laughs> Oh my god. I'm not kidding. They have like Battle of the Decades on Netflix for Jeopardy. For all of you trivia nerds out there, I might be way out of my depth. I might be the only person that does this. (laughs) But they put up old Jeopardy episodes. And it's so much fun because it's all of these people that won for so long. Like, you know how if you win an episode of Jeopardy, you go on to the next episode of Jeopardy? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so they have people there that have won, like, 20 games in a row, won millions of dollars. The guy that went up against IBM's computer, Watson, was on this part of the series that was on Netflix. It's so cool, because everybody's so intelligent. Mm-hmm. And you, you just learn a lot about random things. I just play trivia crack. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get into that again. I miss You can play I miss me. Playing trivia crack. <laughs> Trivia Crack 2, download it. <laughs> I'll probably lose to you. <laughs> no, I'm not as good at, at it as I thought I was. But there are some days on Jeopardy where I will get literally everything. Like, I'll get the double Jeopardy. I'll get the final Jeopardy. And I'm like, man, I wish I could be on the show. But I applied and I failed. Aww. Like, I failed the first exam. So you won't be seeing me on your TV screens at 7 p.m. <laughs> I love that, though. (laughs) 
I don't really talk about it a lot because my mom makes fun of me. She's like, you are the only child I know. (laughs) Sit at home and watch Jeopardy by yourself. I mean, would you rather, I mean, like, mom, would you rather me be out doing, like, cocaine or something? Like, (laughs) oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That's always what I tell my parents, like, you know, they're like, Abigail, why don't you go out? Why don't you go out? I'm like, 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 I just like to be at home. I'm like, I could be out doing drugs and stuff, but here I am, just sitting in my bed, (laughs) watching Netflix. Exactly. (laughs) There's no harm in that. (laughs) Oh, God. I love being a nerd. It's It's fun. fun. Yeah. I hate that when we talk at the same time. (laughs) I think it's funny when you spend a lot of time with a person and you just start saying things at at the same time as them. Like, my friend Megan and I do that all the time because we are on the dance team together. And it's funny when we do it in front of the team because they're like, whoa, you guys have, like, mental telepathy or something. One of my best friends that I went to high school with, well, we went to middle school and high school together. And I I think when I visited her two years ago, she had another friend in town. And we were taking this other friend to the airport so she could leave. And my friend Emma and I said something at the same time, and then we said another thing at the same time, and then another thing at the same time, like three time, three things right in a row. And it was the creepiest <laughs> thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life. Because they were not just like one word things, they were like whole sentences. Oh my god, that's amazing. It was scary. <laughs> I wonder if there's any scientific studies on that. I have no like, idea. Girl, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to look it up. I'll get back to you. Get back to us. Like, if, like, the longer you spend with someone, it's probably, like, the whole myth that, like, girls' periods sink, but they do. Okay, but there's been so many scientific researches that they don't. So, like, my my theory is that every every period is the same, but you just don't know it. So, that's my theory, that they're actually all the same and you just don't know it. I don't know. What do you mean by that? Like, they were always the same. Like, they were never different. Like, you don't sync up. You were always the same. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I think there's probably an algorithm or something that could prove, like... (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. Yes, this is what I need. I need a mathematician to come up with an algorithm to how periods sync. Please, someone out there. You know how, like, your cycles are... This might be TMI. I don't know. No, it's not. It's not. It's really not. (laughs) But, like, you know how your cycles are a certain number of days... But then they switch off. Like, it could be 30 days and then 28 days and then 30 days and then 28 days. There's got to be some sort of probability that if you put one girl's, like, period cycle length against another's, they cross over every once in a while for a certain period of time. And then, Um, like, that's got to be it. Yeah, I understand that. There is, uh, okay, so I use use this period. I'm going to publish a paper. (laughs) Uh, Your app's called Clue, Caitlin. Here we yeah, go. Okay. Let's I use this app again. called Clue, and like, so you can you can sync your period with someone else. So if they have the app too, you can like sync your thing, so you can see when you're on it at the same time when you're supposed to be. So like, if people did that, you could actually like use that data. So, oh like, my god, you should you should write a paper on it. I mean, I you don't could have present anyone... it at conferences. I don't have anyone <laughs> no, sync with me. Do. We should get I the use entire Clue. blogging community. Do you want to sync with me? Just sync with each other for a scientific study, and then we'll see. Or you can just reach out to Clue and be like, hey, do you got this data? You should write the paper. I can't share it with you. Well, no, but they could write the paper. That's true. That's true. 
Uh, maybe they have. I'll have to look because they write a bunch of like really cool things. I'm going to search. Yeah. I love Clue. Highly recommend. Me too. It's the best. Oh, they do have an article about it. it. They have a whole YouTube video and an article about it. Fancy. And it says, yeah. The title is, Do Menstrual Cycles Sync? Unlikely. Finds Clue Data. So even they said it's, like, not true. Wow. Interesting. And it was 15,000 people. That's a pretty decent sample size. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) It says that cycles are more likely to diverge over time. Huh. So this, this, this follows my theory that they are already the same, but they're just going to leave. So that kind of follows my theory, because I had said that they were already the same. That's Yeah. That's definitely like some oh. calculus or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around <laughs> Convergent, divergent, I don't know. <laughs> I had a long day. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Okay, so... I think we've reached the point in the episode where it's your turn to ask us questions. Yes. (laughs) So I'm ready. Okay. So my first question has to do with blogging. And before I ask this question, I wanted to address a question you asked in the last podcast. And yes, I have been getting fewer and fewer comments in every single one of my blog posts. Okay. But good to know. On to my question. My question is, how do you guys overcome kind of like mental blocks in figuring out what you want to write? Because I, I struggle with this a lot, especially because I'm, I feel like I'm balancing a lot. Um, and I get so wrapped up in my schoolwork that I just kind of forget or have, I don't really connect to what people want to write, but I also don't want to write things just for people to read them. Did that make any sense at all? Yes. No, it did. It did. I think we need to have Gabby on here to answer that question because I don't know where in the world she's <laughs> been coming neither. up with these blog post ideas, but they are fantastic. And I'm like, how did you come up with this? Yeah. yeah. Gabby uh, is my queen. She's mine too. I like. She's just amazing. And she's even more amazing in person. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um... I feel like I feel like I can attest to Abigail for this. She does have a lot of mental blocks because I get text messages about them all the time. <laughs> not you. as often, not as often. <laughs> so exposed. I have not. I have not gotten a text message about should I write about this in like a like a few months. So like, props to you. You're you're doing good. I feel like I am. I am doing better because I have let go of like the need to have two posts out a week like I've let go of that I'm like you know if I get a post out a week I'm happy it doesn't matter when it is hopefully it'll be on a Tuesday or Friday but I try not to pressure myself anymore to like constantly always having to be creating content because I feel like I just don't produce good stuff in that aspect of things and I'm always stressed about taking photos like trying to come up with blog post stuff like finishing things at the last minute like it's never fun for me if I'm constantly stressed about getting two posts out a week I was actually thinking about this last night so like I 
I don't think I've put a post up for a week and a half. I'm about to write one right after this, though, so, like, that's fine. But, like, I used to always be, like, I would never miss. Like, Abigail talked to me about that over the summer. She'd be, like, oh, my God, how did you do that? Because I would stay up till, like, 1 a.m. Yeah. When I had to get up at 6 to go to work, and I would, like, this post is going to be ready. Like, it's going to. And, like, as soon as, like, the school started again, I was, like, I don't have time for this. Like, I was so stressed. And as soon as I, like, let it go... I, like, feel, like, less mentally blocked because you're not forcing yourself to create, which kind of helps, but then also, like, I'm the kind of person, like, if I don't have, if I don't make myself do something, I'm never going to do it, so, like, I still have to set a deadline, but instead of it being, like, once a week, it's, like, at least twice a month, and it doesn't matter when it is, but, like, they usually come out on Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, that helps a lot. And I think it's also good to just, like, set aside one, like, Saturday mornings. I don't know what it is about Saturday mornings, but I always seem to, like, do the best work on the Saturday morning or Sunday morning. And it's not, it's like, a, like, I don't completely plan it. I just, like, sit down on my computer and then, like, I just start writing. Yeah. And it, it it's fun because it's not, it's just, like, a nice relaxing thing to do in the morning, but it's not pressure. That's something so. I miss because I work every weekend. So, like, my whole weekend is me working and then me stressing about having all this homework I have to do. Like, working on the weekend sucks because if you don't work on the weekend, you have all weekend to do whatever you need to do. But if you work on the weekend, you yeah. don't want to do anything else, and I just hate it. Yeah. And I feel like, all, not to get, like, super deep, but I feel like this all kind of stems from the whole, like, YouTube burnout thing that's been going around. Like, everyone's mm. just, like getting tired and like they they're they're just being burnt out because we have this pressure that we've created for ourselves and therefore like our readers and subscribers and stuff are expecting that from us so instead of setting something reasonable from the beginning of like hey like this is what i'm gonna do like i'm gonna make sure it's quality and like once a week people are out here posting every single day and then they just like it just their just brain goes to mush and they're they're tired of it yeah, like, the idea of posting every single day, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, I could never do that. Mm-hmm. Even if I did it full-time, I don't think I could ever do that. Just because I wouldn't enjoy it anymore. I would want to quit. Because yeah. it takes up a lot of mental space trying to figure out how to word things and um, put it in a presentable format, figure out what photos you want to put on it, and have it still come out the way that you want. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, for me, I like my blog posts to be kind of lengthy and, you know, like, it's not just, like, a few sentences and then you're done, but I feel like the people who do post every day, unless it's, like, a whole team of people, like, if it's just you, like, the posts aren't super helpful, you know? It kind of seems like sometimes they're just posting to post. Like, it's just, like, a paragraph or two, and then you're like, okay, well, that was pointless, but... (laughs) I feel like those are the kind of people that are, like, but, like, there are some people who, like, I follow their every move. Like, I want to know everything they're doing. Like, and even if they just post something like that, like, just, like, two paragraphs, I'm, like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I I guess it just depends on, like, what kind of content you're looking for. Yeah. And I guess it's just, like, the precedent you've set for yourself. Yeah. Of, like, what have you done in the past? What are people expecting from you? And... Once you start getting a following, you're kind of stuck (laughs) and screwed. (laughs) But I face that a lot, so. And I feel like 
I don't know. I got into the game a little bit later than you guys. So it's been really discouraging. Not like I don't feel like I'm growing. And it might be because I'm not as consistent in my blog posts or like my Instagram and stuff. But I don't know. It's really frustrating because I put a lot of time and effort into my blog posts and then I get like two views. Yeah. That's an exaggeration, but like <laughs> I, I was think... like that's definitely an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> I think like the next step, which is something that I'm working on this year, is to really start treating my blog as a business in a sense, like not the whole creative aspect, like that's that's still 100% like me and I'm like all into that, but like the aspect of promotion and working on trying to get Pinterest like to work in your favor and investing in different tools like Tailwind and um, just like planning out stuff like Instagram story stuff and Instagram posts and tweets to keep promoting your stuff. Like I feel like I'm definitely trying to work on that to like help grow my following because I've been stuck for a long time. Like I feel like a year and a half I've been at the same like level, so it's not just you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not good news to hear that you're not growing. Like, I, I mean, I got what you that, that came out, that came out wrong. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. I'm just glad that I'm not alone. Cause it's so, it's so hard, especially when you're in college and you don't have anybody else that's doing what you're doing. You can't really talk to anybody about it. Like, face to face and you try to explain it to people and they're just like you know just write about what you want and the people will come just do what you want and the people will come and it's not really that like it's partially that but there's so much more to it yeah and I think a big part of it is you have to look at like so like when I first started three and a half years ago which is insane like that's nuts um like the time that like the the people who were reading stuff like that and just the consumer mindset is different now it's all like youtube like fast-paced things like very visual stuff and it's hard to find people who want to sit down and read blog posts you know yeah so definitely the consumer market has changed i feel like so that definitely has something to do with it yeah which sucks (laughs) yeah I mean like I like writing I like writing way more than I like doing other things so it does suck yeah in short (laughs) but I mean I'd honestly rather have a smaller following and smaller like view like a smaller amount of views and stuff and have people like actually interacting with my content and like I feel like I know my followers kind of personally like people like on my Instagram stories I'll post stuff and then like the same people will always reply and it's kind of like you know friends so yeah it's kind of cool I did have one more question okay and since we're all seniors what is one regret that you have from college or your college experience in general I know mine right away okay I know mine I planned my classes very poorly. Um, I thought, no, 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 listen, 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 listen. Why? Why are you laughing? I thought it was going to be, like, some, like, social thing or, like, personal, like, thing in your, like, classes. (laughs) Okay. Well, okay. So, two then. Okay, so I have this one. I planned my classes very poorly. So, we're, like, now, like, this semester, like, I'm taking two classes that I could have taken two years ago, but I just didn't for some reason. But, like, 
these two classes I'm taking now have to do with the class I took two years ago, and I'm so lost. And, like, but because of that, like, I also had to, like, substitute three different classes just so I could graduate on time. So, like, whenever you're planning classes, don't just make sure your advisor approves them. Actually look at them and, like, see if it's, like, a good choice of the way you're planning them. Because I thought they yeah, were good, map out- but then I didn't double check it. Yeah, map out your four years and see how things will fall. That's what I did, and it, it yeah. really helped. Yeah, I did that too. And I also talked to people that went through the program before I did, and that helped a lot because they were like, oh, don't take those two classes together. You're going to yeah. die. Um, but my other thing, since you guys are making fun of that one. Um, <laughs> we weren't making fun of it. We were fine. just surprised. It's fine. <laughs> Um, I, I realized this, like, just a little bit ago, is that, like, I never really got too involved with school, um, cause, like, my freshman year, I was like, oh my god, freshman, like, I'm gonna do all this stuff, and I was on this, like, leadership committee, and, uh, I did intramurals, and I did intramurals both of the last two, two years. This year, I've not done literally anything. I've gone to, like, a few basketball games, and that's it. Like, I haven't gone to any event, and I just feel like, wow, I just suck, and I really wish that, like, I took more time to, like, make more friends here, because I really feel like I have zero friends here, because I have, like, three friends, four friends that go to NKU, but, like, I never see them, and, like, I don't actually, like, try to, like, talk to them a lot, and if I do see them, it's, like, twice a year, that we actually, like, hang out, hang out. I know. I know. This is why I talk about being lonely all the time, and it's my fault. (laughs) Like, you think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. (laughs) So, like, guys, like, make friends. (laughs) No, I feel that, too. I've been feeling the same way. Yeah, I feel like mine kind of stems from uh, just, like, the whole socializing thing. Like, I wouldn't change anything about how I got to where I am now, because I know, like, freshman year being like super depressed and like not happy at all like made me grow into the person that I am now but I like wish I wasn't as reserved and I mean my anxiety had a lot to do with it but like I wish I would just have like let go a little more and like had a little more fun and enjoyed college a little bit more instead of taking it so seriously my freshman year and like being so afraid of getting in trouble and all this stuff you know I remember maybe having a little bit more of a freshman experience than what I did (laughs) I remember like one of my first couple weeks my freshman year two of my uh two of the people that lived in my dorm like they came to knock on my dorm room while I was doing like psychology homework and they were like Kaylin like come to the intramural fields with us and I was like no I have to do this homework and they were like no just come with us and I was like no I have to do this homework and I eventually went with them but I was like what the heck why didn't I just go with them like what (laughs) Yeah, I was super, super lonely because I didn't, I, well, yeah, there's a, it's a long story. We're going to do a podcast episode on freshman year, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm very excited to listen. <laughs> we can tell you what it is. We have it all mapped out. It's coming up before spring break. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess I'm going to answer my own question. Yes, please. Is that okay? If I yeah, put in like my it. two cents. My biggest regret is burning out too fast because mm. what happened is freshman year, I felt really unmotivated and lost because I wasn't involved in anything. So I got myself involved in everything sophomore year. And at first I felt amazing. I was like, yeah, I'm this girl boss. I'm like 
president of these clubs and like I'm doing all these things and stuff and I felt really good at first but then after a year of it I realized how much I hated how little free time I had how I was wasn't really taking care of myself anymore and then I went abroad and that kind of solidified and like oh I'm not doing things for myself at all everything I do is for other people so now that I'm back here I'm completely burnt out like I quit so many of the clubs that I was a part of and I'm not motivated to do well in school anymore. I mean, I'm still doing okay, but I'm not like, Oh, I need that a, you know, I think that's just being a senior. I don't know yeah, because I, I had that really badly right before I went abroad. Like I could not give one shit about school anymore. (laughs) That's how I am this year. It's really bad. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I feel like I just, spent so much time focusing on being this girl boss or being productive that I kind of forgot about myself. And then when I came back, I, when I circled around and realized how much of myself was left, I was like, this is not okay. I have to rebuild again. So that's my biggest regret that I did that to myself because I really shouldn't have. But now I'm a different person and I've grown. Woohoo! Happy story. Yeah. That was a good question. (laughs) Thanks. See? It all goes back to asking good questions. Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me on. Yes, of course. Yeah, no, it's fun. Um, So before we go, I wanted to just, like, thank everyone because... Y'all have been killing it with the listening game. Oh my god, yes. Like, our stats are legit going crazy. They're like, we don't know. Double, at least double what they used to be. Like, we Yeah, we don't know why that's happening. Like, there was, like, the last episode that came out, like, in one day, I think it got, like, 200 listens, which is what we used to just get total for an episode. In a week. We were so confused, but we love it. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, so we're not complaining about that, but. Make sure you enter our giveaway oh, if yes. you are listening, because we know a lot of you are listening. So enter the giveaway. Cat, <coughs> um, enter. Just, just... Okay, I will. <laughs> I don't. I listen on Spotify. Well, just so go review it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'll go on iTunes. Yes. I was gonna do it after because I really want that sticker. <laughs> you you'll get a sticker anyways. I feel like we should send stickers to all of our guests. Honestly, yes, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I put the blogger secret Santa sticker on my laptop. Yay! I still haven't found one. I, lost I was hoping it. someone would do something with it. Yeah, it's on my laptop. Caitlin I'll post a pic her. later. Actually, maybe in the Christmas card you sent me. I have to look. <laughs> it is. I put it. it no, it I mean is like I took card. it out and I don't know what I did with it. I may have just put it back. Okay, well. <laughs> I have extra. But anyways, if you want a free <laughs> sticker that says Girls Talk Podcast on it with our coffee mugs, uh, just enter our giveaway, screenshot your review and rating, and send it our way either to Caitlin and I or our Girls Talk Podcast Twitter without the AM podcast. And make sure you give us a follow and go follow Kat and say hi to her and thank her for Aww. being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and... I think that's all we have for this week. Yeah. Is that all all we have? Yeah. That's yeah. all I had. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys in another episode next week. Bye. Okay, bye.